El mundo enfrenta una pandemia. Encuentre respuestas y acceda a información veraz y confirmada en el especial de NTN24 sobre coronavirus COVID-19. Escuche los contenidos de NTN24 en su plataforma de podcast favorita. You're listening to The Power of Us on Revolver Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to The Power of Us. I'm Abel. And I am his wife, Rosie. Today is a good day. We're going to reminisce a little bit. Yeah, it's going to be a fun day. We're going to share one of those fun family moments let you into our little crazy life. It's it's a very crazy moment in our life. It's something that I never expected was going to happen. Did no you ever way. think something like Dude, this was going to happen? Dude, never. I wouldn't even believe it if it wasn't me. Like, your family is crazy and they have a whole bunch of crazy stories. It's but like drama. And... This is not something that I ever imagined was going to happen to us. Yeah, no, no way, man. Like, when you're having a baby, you just... Imagine it's going to be at the hospital. Right. Today we're talking about Sammy's birth. And Sammy, uh, she came out like a firecracker. She just came out. <laughs> she came out and it was just a surprise and it was so unexpected. Right. Well, the birth was great. I mean, mm-hmm. um, we were, we planned her, yeah. you know, took out my IUD and we were so excited. We tried for a few months. It was a little scary because yeah. nothing was happening. Um, and then, you know, thank God it, it happened and we got pregnant. And I remember telling Che, I told Che before I told you, and you guys saw it on I Love Jenny. You know, she was going to name her for real or for real or I don't know, all these, all these crazy names. And, um, so when my sister passed away, I was pregnant with Sam. Yeah. I was probably oh, three months, yeah, two to three months. Like it's, it's tough those first, but I was in the first trimester. Um, so even the pregnancy was crazy. Just right. like everything that we were going through, moving um, to a whole different city, to a whole different home, um, emotions. I was trying really, really hard not to cry too much, even though I would allow myself to grieve, but I didn't want Sammy to feel any of right. this. But I did have a lot of anger. So mm-hmm. I wonder, like not anger, I don't even know what I was angry at. I guess just death itself. But I wonder if me being angry or battling with anger of losing my sister had anything to do with her birth. You know what? I, I don't know. I, I, I know that. Or her I, personality. Because I think, they say I think it is tight. I think, yeah, right? I think whatever you're going through in your in your pregnancy can carry on and the kid can carry on those characteristics well, and stuff like in that. in all three of my kids, you know? Mm-hmm. Like with Casey's personality, what I went through with her pregnancy, and then Sammy's, and then Eli's. Mm-hmm. But like Sammy, her birth just says everything about her, who she is now yeah, to me. exactly. Anyway, so let's let's backtrack a little bit. Um, I wanted something different with Sam. With Casey, the birth was like 35 hours in yeah. a hospital. Um, it was just, I wanted something different. I didn't want to do the epidural because I had had migraines after the epidural with Casey. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to do something really, really natural. So I decided we were going to do a water birth. She wanted to do one of these like white people things, okay? <laughs> so we went to like this hippie place. I okay. loved them. They were the best. They're well, first a doula, of all, right? thank you for uh, a midwife a or a doula. Yeah. Thank you for supporting me. Yeah. Um, because so, you you it, it was a risk. I mean, yeah. there was no ultrasounds. 
It was all like, it was feeling the baby. It was, you know, and I loved it because every time I walked in, she asked for permission to touch my womb. And people don't do that. They just touch people's stomachs. Like the the doula, the midwife would just ask me and it was so calm. And you know what? I needed that because I was so crazy inside with all my emotions. My life was crazy. So walking into a a place where it was just like they were speaking in this voice and they would speak to the baby and just say, you know what, you like just great things about the baby and uh, but I didn't know anything about the baby I didn't know how much she weighed I didn't know the circumference of her head anyone who's been pregnant knows what I'm talking about I never saw an ultrasound yeah um but I loved my prenatal care so then comes the day of the birth yeah and you and I were arguing yes we were arguing that day I remember um that day, it was that whole nine months. You know what, moms, have you ever been through like yeah. where you're pregnant and you just can't stand somebody and sometimes it happens to be the daddy? Like you just can't stand him. You don't that's how I was. I was just the whole nine months was an argument. So she couldn't stand me, but yet in the middle of the night she wake me up to go get her Oreos. All right, isn't that or, what you're supposed to do? No, it is. That's not it, I'm just we I'm just, are pregnant, so you do some of the stuff. No? I'm just kind of just reifying that I was an amazing husband and, that and I was, was patient. The drive, right? That yeah. going uphill because yeah. we where used Che to live, lived. Yeah. Oh god. We used to horrible. live like Che's house was we were living at Che's che house. Che is Jenny, by the yeah. way. We were living at Che's house by then because we were with the kids and she she was no longer there. And uh just to go to the store was like a ten minute drive. So if I wanted Taco Bell, it was yep. like a twenty five minute yep. drive. So it was it was nuts. But I mean we, we, we got through it and uh it was a lot of arguing because of the baby. Um I'm sure because and of her, my life I wasn't her hormones, well. but yeah, her, her life was just upside down. I had never seen her work as much in her life until after uh Che passed, you know? And uh she hadn't grieved that well. Uh, because she had to just keep going and be the strongest one. And then for when everybody. it was time to sleep, there was bed bugs. Oh God, yes, I screwed up. Okay, <laughs> um, so we might as well just get this out of the air. So my wife was getting mm-hmm. bitten up and bitten up and bitten Eaten up. Eaten alive. Okay, yeah, sure, fine. Uh, I, it was horrible. She was getting bitten up uh, the entire nine months. I was it's, sleeping in the you, same bed, bro. Yeah, but you have you're bitter. Like yo tengo sangre dulce, as any Mexican would say. So I have really sweet blood. So any animal loves me, wow. and you're just bitter. Mm-hmm. You're just like dark chocolate. It's right. a little bit bitter, and they didn't care about you. They were eating me alive. I promise you guys, I probably got bit maybe two, three times. And I got bit in the whole she eight was, months. She was <laughs> like ten times she, every night. She looked like a cheetah. I it was, was bad. dying, and I kept telling him, "Babe, let's do something." He's like, "It's eh, fine." in your head it's a mosquito maybe the dog has fleas or whatever anyway when we tore that bed apart yeah when we moved out it was full of bed bugs bugs. anyway so i mean you could just imagine did you ever find out did i ever tell you how the bed bugs got into the room no oh through melele's room yeah so we had so we had just moved in all we had was a bed we didn't have a bed frame they had an extra one and so we ended up moving it from a different part of the house in that room. And somehow that room got bed bugs. We ended up moving it into our room. And that's where <gasps> they came from. So they Are you were getting all, itchy, people, as we're talking about this? They were I all can't. inside of the, the headboard. I am traumatized. Anyway, never again in my life will I have bed bugs. So, um, all right. So this is me. Okay. Yeah. Um, you're mad. I'm mad. You went to go eat at that restaurant. So you're gone. Wait, wait. I still want to go back to the 
fact that I was an amazing husband, how I would take you out for walks up the hill and things like that, you know, just to get you prepared for for this, you know? Yeah, I I know you forget. A lot of you girls forget. I'm sure a lot of you girls forget all the stuff that we do for you. You guys just remember how bad the pain was. No, 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 no. It it really was great. Why do you think I want to be a surrogate? Because being pregnant my last two times has been amazing. The first time was horrific. I was a single mom, gained 60 pounds, depressed in school, doing an internship and a job. My second one was it, it you made it great yeah um my life sucked but you made it great and then eli psh, eli was was so wonderful being pregnant with eli so, so. just to let you guys know i'm not sure if you guys ever i think it was a black you guys album. go ahead and comment on abel's worship you know how you're an amazing dad please so, do that for me you're an amazing dad you're an amazing dad he so would just love that. rosie over here hypes up eli and and just like on and jay-z's black album the mom does the outro and she's like Jay-Z is the only son to have never given me any pain or something like that. That's, that's, that's Eli for Rosie. Um, and so, uh, so we're, it's nine months. She, she, we prepared, she prepared a lot. She took very good care of herself. Vitamins. Um, mm-hmm. I was going to, I was going to, uh, make my, uh, placenta into capsules, yeah, capsulated. Was. And I did. Which, which, what do you guys think Why? about but that? You know do you guys what? think yeah. that that's weird? Or is it good? Because I honestly, I saw the effects after the fact. Yeah, you thought I, it was crazy again. I thought it was a placebo, which means I just thought it was just something you take. at the In the beginning, I thought it was yeah. a placebo, which means it's something you take and in your head, it automatically makes you feel Except better. Except a lot of other mammals do it. Yeah. And a lot of other animals do it. Um, your placenta is just full of vitamins and pre. It's like a, like a huge prenatal. So you can make it into a smoothie or make it into capsules or whatever. And my doula gave me that idea. Mm-hmm. And uh, so what they do is you have your baby and then an hour later, I mean, your your doula has to be there because she picks it up and puts it on ice yeah. literally and then takes it away and then brings it back three days later in little capsules. Yeah. Um, so the reason we were doing that, which is a, another backstory to Sam and her birth, was that um, I had something or they were afraid that I would have something called a weeping womb. Yeah. A weeping womb is when... A, a lot of women could possibly bleed to death during pregnancy. I mean, I'm sorry, during labor because of the emotions stress. they're going through. Um, stress or more grieving. than that, grieving, any, yeah. any depression or any sadness that you're going through that's mm-hmm. deep, deep, deep uh, through pregnancy can, can make the womb weep, meaning once you start bleeding, it doesn't stop. Yeah. And I had already bled a lot for Casey. So mm. this is 10 years later. I remember, you know, those shots they put in your legs, ladies, to make the bleeding stop. They put two or three of those for me and Casey. And the doctor was getting worried because it just wouldn't stop bleeding. Yeah. So that was because, you know, her dad and I had separated and I was just going through um, a deep sadness. So fast forward 10 years to Sammy. My sister had just passed away. I was incredibly sad. Um and I'm pregnant, so I was like, you know, I'm afraid of this weeping womb thing. Yeah. And we, um, we talked about it. We talked about the possibility of something like that happening or something going wrong with the pregnancy. And and our decision was that if it came down to... Your either, decision. Yeah, my I, decision. Yeah, because, I mean, you weren't in a state to... You weren't going to be able to decide it yourself or anything like that. And yeah. you weren't in the state of losing on something else, you know? Even though I Girls, think it could have Girls, if you ain't married, please know that your husband can one day make a decision to save you. Or let you go. So we decided. So I, I, I decided, and I told her straight out. I'm like, I, I don't care what you say. If I wanted if it comes to go, down, and if, he would pick Sammy. If in, no, I, I, well, I, that's what you wanted. That's but what I wanted. I decided, where I was like, okay, if it comes down to it, if it's you or Sammy, we can make another Sammy, 
But I'm not going to lose you. But you didn't know Sammy. No, yet. I didn't. You I, said I had, baby. There was no you attachment. had see, right. moms. You guys know dads becomes dads the day they see the baby. Yeah, that's true. Moms become moms the day it's in our womb. I completely so agree with that. I was like, just please save the baby. I'm yeah. done. I want to go with my sister anyway. And I know that's really selfish, and I'm really sorry about that to my other kids and to you and to the world. But you know, when when you're going through grieving, you just you bargain a lot with God. Um, and I was like, hey, if it happens, please save Sammy. And Abel decided that if there was a weeping womb during the labor that you would save me yeah okay so that's all pre that was pre-context okay can we go now to july 24th yeah july 24th jenny's huge amazing big house full of like everyone lived there everyone everyone lived there um was empty like no one was there yeah it was just me the one day the house is alone is the day my water breaks. Right. And you're upset at, at the thing and I'm upset. And then my water breaks and I'm, I'm in Che's office and it's such a great moment because I was looking at her and my water broke and I'm like, and, and I'm like, I'm alone. And I just saw a picture of my sister and I just felt like, nah, she's with me. We're good, right, sister? And she's like, you're going to be good. So it was just that moment of like you and I, you know, like my sister and I, I, I told her the first time, she was the first person I told that I was pregnant and she's kind of the first person I told when my water broke. And then I didn't have any pain. So Yeah, you thought you were good. I was so good. We... And then I called my midwife uh-huh. I said, hey, my, my water broke. And when should I head over there? Because it was about 1 p.m. Yeah. 1 p.m. And she said, well, how many hours was your first labor? And I'm like, 35. And she's like, ah, oh, okay, okay. It, this one will probably be a long one, too. You'll pro- well, you know what? We'll prepare it for four hours from now. But call me in two hours and let me know how your pains are. Yeah. But just start heading over here anyway in about two, two to three hours. So I said, all right. I don't got to tell Abel right now. You know, we should just <sighs> chill. You know, I'm going to take a shower. So then I waited 30 minutes to text you. I didn't even call you. Yeah. I text yeah, you. Yeah, you text me. What did I say? Hey. Something like, hey. It was, so she was really dry because we were arguing. <laughs> so she's like, hey. I wish you know, could see his My face. water broke. And I was, what did you want me to say? And, An emoji? Like a little splash emoji? <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I'm over there. I, I took off. I'm like, all right, whatever. I'm just going to go get lunch and I'm just going to let her breathe or whatnot. And so I'm, I'm eating. And, uh, and I'm like maybe like 10 minutes away. I'm eating and I, and I just start freaking out. And I'm like, crap, okay, I, I got to leave. I, give me the check, lady, or this and that. So I'm freaking out. I'm like, I got to go, I got to go. And she's like, nah, it's fine. Don't worry about it. It's not going to happen. She's yeah. like super downplaying it. So I'm like, all right. I really believed it though. I thought, ah, I mean, cut it in half. 35 divided by two for your second labor is what yeah. I thought. No, that makes sense. So I was like, oh, no, she's crazy though. So I'm just going to, I paid the bill. I got up there as fast as I could. I was there probably in less than 15 minutes. I get in there and she's all happy or whatnot. I'm in the she's, shower. She's chilling. I think she was had music was on. Or, or Yeah, she was shaving. Hot and, shower. It and, felt so good. And uh, so then I pull out the, the camera and I start recording this. I'm like, all right, I'm cool. being silly. She's being silly I or something I can pop like out that. A two, another baby. This yeah, don't she, hurt. I, was, I don't she's know. Sore. Jesus, I'm sorry. And uh, she gets out of the shower and everything changes. Well, because the as... pain started in the shower. Yeah, it went from like zero to one. I had zero pain to like maybe level one pain to boom, five She's or like, six Ooh. pain. That's oh, the first thing I remember. Oh, I got to get out of here. So I got out the shower. And then immediately, like a minute later, the pain went from five, six to like seven, eight. 
Yeah. Like, remember, I was, I was, I held on to your neck and I said, I yeah. think I'm gonna die. Like, and yeah. you're like, you're not gonna die. You were so. I was calm. trying to be calm. And I had made fun of you because I'm like, you've never been to a labor. It's not beautiful. It's ugly. It's painful. The baby comes out looking all messed up. I look all messed up. Don't you dare look at my vagina. Like, <sighs> you're gonna faint because other people fainted in my first, in you know, my first labor, and you know, it's just ugly. And uh, you're like, no, I'll be good. I'm like, no, nah, you're not going to be able to handle it, babe. Like, it's okay. So, um, and here I am screaming like, I'm going to die. And you're like, no, no, babe, you're not going to die. And I, I was so frustrated because I'm like, <laughs> you know, like, you're so calm. So, so she puts on her skirt and then she, she puts on her bra. That and she skirt just, that I wore like every yeah, day. Yeah, we had, I bought, we bought like, I think like five of the same skirt. And yeah, then I just chanclas. Yeah. It was cool though. You were pregnant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, you yeah, stopped yeah. running them as soon as it was over. Yeah, yeah. I threw them all away. Anyways, so she, she puts on her bra and then she just takes off. I'm like, where, where are you going? No shirt on. Just no bra and skirt. Yeah, she. so I got a shirt and I gave it to her and she started putting it on on her way to the car. She's like, I got to get out of here. We got to go. Where are you going? I don't know. I just, I, this baby cannot be born here yeah. because the pain was immense, like horrible. I don't remember pain like that with Casey. It was different. It was just like very fast, very quick, very intense. So we get out the car and I start calling my mom, I think. Yeah. And we're making our way down that 15 minute hill drive down. And she starts praying. Yeah. But I didn't want to hear her pray. So, so I just hung, hung up, up on her. <laughs> we and then I called the, the midwife, midwife. And she said, Rosie, stay. And I said, I am not staying in this house. She's like, "It's it, you should really stay and call 911. I said, my baby is not going to be born in this house. I mean, the house was gorgeous and it yeah. was beautiful. And I love my sister's house. But the my house sister wasn't, wasn't the there. The house like, wasn't the same. There the emptiness, a, the yeah. sadness that I felt in this house was too immense for me to think that my child could be born there because Che wasn't there. That's yeah. all I thought when I saw that house. So anyway, so thank God my husband was just like, let's go, let's go, let's go. He is driving. We're driving down that hill. And uh, at this time, I'm making the decision. Okay, so we have Kaiser, uh, which is our hospital. We have Kaiser, and I have to catch it westbound on the freeway. Or we have the the water birth place, which is where we paid for to to have the baby, and it was it was a pretty hefty it's bill. Not, yeah, it's not so, covered by insurance. No, it's not covered by insurance. So, and we had to make uh, we had to go eastbound to to get over to the water birth place. And I'm driving down this ten minute hill trying to figure out what the hell am I gonna do? Am I gonna go to Kaiser, where they can see us probably maybe ten minutes faster? Or am I gonna go to the and risk it and go to this water birth place? And and we're in LA, okay? We're in LA. It's two p.m. Two p.m. We're gonna catch. We're gonna catch Traffic. the one hundred and one or the four hundred and five. One hundred and one, dude. Yeah. So we're just at screwed. any time. It doesn't matter. Yeah. We're just screwed. So I'm getting down there, and then I turn to Rosie. And you're not gonna believe what happened next, and we'll right. let you guys know after the break. <laughs> we talk about a lot of issues here, babe. But one of the issues that we haven't talked about is the fact that you like to steal my socks. It's not stealing if what's mine is yours and what's yours is mine. I can't find a pair of socks to save you my life. You need to learn how to share. Mm. Anyway, I got the solution. It's called bombas. Really? Like bomb, 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 bomb socks. I'm bomb. telling you. They're bomb. They're awesome. And they are super comfortable and they are really, really cute and they have no shows and they have knee highs and they have your boring socks, which are black, and they have happy socks, which are Casey's like pink and orange and all these colors. They even have socks for little Eli, dude. So he has little no shows. That's perfect for us then, I guess. The cotton is amazing. It's bombas.com slash Rosie. You guys can go and get a pair today, 20% off. When you use my name, R-O-S-I-E. And when they buy a pair, they donate a pair. Wow. 
This is perfect. This so is perfect you for can us. complain. So Go ho- ahead and say you need socks. Hopefully they donate them to me to I'm make up for I'm going to buy you a group of Wombas for Christmas. That's it. And Father's Day and every day of the year. Your awesome. birthday is going to come up. Again, guys, that's bombas.com slash Rosie. Promo code is Rosie. R-O-S-I-E. See ya. Hey, guys. Welcome back. So I turn to Rosie. I look at her and she puts her feet on the dashboard. It felt good. I needed, like, I don't, I, I needed fresh, I don't know what I needed, but having my feet up there felt good. So we're uh, we're in a little 2010 Honda, uh, I'm sorry, we're in a 2010 Toyota Prius. Yes. We're in a Prius. And you she, called the, 911. Yes, I called 911. As soon as you started putting your feet on the dashboard, I'm like, dude, I, I got to figure something else out. I may, I'm, I don't know. I just started panicking a little bit. I was, I was keeping you, calm. What, you thought the baby would come sooner? No, I just I didn't know what the hell was going on. Neither like, did I. Cause, cause you started screaming louder and louder, and I was worrying. Yes, I was screaming, guys. Like, I I wasn't like that with Casey's birth, and I wasn't like that with Eli's birth. You saw me. I'm yeah. like, I'm glad you saw me have Eli's birth because that's more normal. Some girls do scream, at, you know, but with Eli, it was just like all oh, intense pain. But I would take it or I would breathe through it. With Eli, with Sammy, I couldn't. It was yeah. just intense, intense, sharp pains, and uh, so I was screaming and I was asking God to like have mercy on me. <laughs> And then I was cursing and, you know, like, um, I try really, really to watch my cursing. And back then I was a lot better at watching my cursing. It's crazy. Um, so, but I was saying some bad words and then I'd be like, Oh God, I'm sorry. Please have mercy on me. Please have mercy on me. So from the moment that she was joking around inside of the shower to where we're at now, it's like she went from literally zero to all the way eight or nine. Yeah, I think it was probably and, at ten. And it was only like ten minutes 10. had passed. So I started freaking out. So I called nine one one. I'm still remaining calm for from her. From the time my water broke, it was like forty minutes by now. Right. Yeah. yeah but from, from, when the, you from the saw shower. Me. You're yeah. right. You're right. You're from right. From the shower to where we were at now is about ten minutes tops. Yeah. And so we're driving and she puts her, her, her thing her her feet up and then we're at the stoplight. We're at the stoplight and we're about maybe less than a mile away from the from the from the freeway it was so and funny. i have to make that decision it was so funny because i said oh no the baby's crowning like i yeah. look i look in my underwear and i could see the baby's hair wow so i was like oh my god the baby's crowning and you're like what you're on the phone so the 911 guy's hearing everything and and you're like baby what's what's crowning and i'm like that the head's right there and you're like oh my god so the I, baby's I crowning look, I, so I, I go and i look and i, and I was like oh crap oh my gosh i don't know what the hell i'm gonna do so now it doesn't even matter which one i choose we're just screwed either way and i'm not about to have the baby born on the freeway or i'm not gonna have like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna not give rosie all my attention because i'm driving you know so i so we i didn't want you to stop though yeah, she didn't. She told me, keep going, keep going. You have to go somewhere. Let's go anywhere. We're going like to make, make it. We're going to make it. We're going to make it. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, we're, we're not going to make it. And so. And the like, 911 guy kept, kept telling you to pull over. Yeah. And so I'm, at this point, I'm like, what the hell does it matter if we make it? How am I going to get out of this car? She can't just true. like suck it back in so and true. walk somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I pull over. I pull over right after I cross the light. I pull over and I get out the car. I run around the car and, and the guy is, is on he's on the line and telling me what to do. He, I, I open the door. I literally get on my knee and as soon as I get on my knee, Rosie pushes. I didn't mean to push. It just I know, I I, I believe you, but it was it was just crazy. It, it all happened so fast. So the baby's crowning, I run around, I get on my knee, 
and then you begin to push. And the first push, I see like half of her body come out. And her like, head. Oh, her crap. head was out and it was just hanging out of my body. It was the freakiest thing ever. Nuts. I was like, oh my God, what do I do? Do I push her back in? Because I didn't know what to do. Like, yeah. my, We didn't have anything to cut the cord. I was afraid of the weeping womb thing. Like, what if I bleed to death in this car? Um, What if the cord is around her neck? Like, you think of everything that can go wrong. So the guy, the 911 guy says, no, ma'am, if you feel like pushing, push. Like, no, you can't push her back in you. Um, So then I I felt like pushing right after. And she came out. Yeah, right into your hands. I was prepared, and I was like, God, please don't let me drop this Caught her like a football. Yep, I caught her. I I got her, and we had taken a few classes because of those hippies, and they they told us what to do. They were wonderful people. They were were really awesome people. They didn't. We'll forget it. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, I caught the baby. And, and I put it directly on her chest. She took off her shirt. I put her on her chest. And the baby started crying for a little bit. And then what she was just called? chilling. Uh, skin to skin. Skin to skin. Yeah. So important. So, so they're bonding. The mom and the dad got to do it too. So yeah, skin to skin we were doing. And the baby just ki- cried a little bit. And, and then, then that was it. She was just looking everywhere. Yeah, her her Big huge eyes. eyes were open. Yeah. And we were great. We were just like, oh my God, this is so beautiful. And then the 911 goes like, hey. Why isn't the baby crying? Yeah. And so I'm like, like no, uh, she's, she's good. She's good. She's just chilling. She's like, okay, uh, what's going on with this, this, and that? And so I told him whatever he wanted to know. And he's like, okay, what we have to do is we have to cut off the circulation from the umbilical cord. Like, what? And I'm like, what? How are we going to do that? And so then he told me, I want you to grab the umbilical cord and I want you to rip it with your teeth. Shut no, up, I'm babe. I'm like, that no. didn't happen. No, I'm just kidding. So the guy Ew. tells me, I want you to take off your shoelace. I'm like, what the hell? He just kept telling me that. He didn't yeah. tell me what I was going to do with just it. Just randomly. He just kept telling me, take off your shoelace. Thank take off God your shoelace. you didn't have your flip flops, homie, that you wore every day. <laughs> take off your shoelace. So I'm like, fine, whatever. I'm, I took off my shoelace and I'm like, all right, what do you want me to do with the shoelace? And then he goes back to Rosie, okay, ma'am, how are you feeling? Are you doing fine? I'm no, like, he what did do not. you want to do no, he did with not. the shoelace? It was all about you. It was, you okay. and him had this bro connection. I was doing an amazing job. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I really I, was. I wasn't. I, I didn't just I pop out a baby. I think. <laughs> I'm sure you did. Yeah. So I grabbed the shoelace. He tells me, I want you to tie it around the umbilical cord. And I want you to tie it as hard as you possibly can. Six inches from her vagina. Yeah, it was something all, like it was that. so yeah. funny. So I, I tied it really tight. And as soon as I tie it, the most beautiful thing happens. Uh, I guess that's what disconnected Rosie's body from Sammy. Yeah. And you just hear Sammy just take the the biggest gasp of air. <laughs> and then she starts crying. And it's like, wow. And that's just a beautiful moment that we were able to share that nobody else had. It was just myself, Sam, and Rose just yeah. all together for the first time ever. Seriously. And we just, we had a baby in a car. And it was something that we never expected was going to happen. The best part of it all was that... Um, the 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 paramedics get there later and they're all surprised and and all that stuff but uh we didn't notice that we were actually on on espiritu lane yeah so, it's called espiritu and then the other one is haven havenhurst havenhurst and espiritu in a red toyota prius is where sammy yeah. was born so then the ambulance shows up yeah and uh, i'm like can my husband please cut the umbilical cord no the first thing he says to me is like whoa you yeah. already had the baby. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. And uh, so, no, they're used to this stuff. I just didn't know. And then I was like, hey, can my husband cut the umbilical cord? He's like, no, ma'am, I got to do it. I mean, can you, I mean, typical Rosie still wanting to, like, have control of the situation. Um, and then they put us in the ambulance, and I asked Abel, hey, babe, was there a lot of blood? Because I was worried about the weeping womb. Yeah. 
You're like, no, babe. No, nah, it wasn't. You're good. I'm like, oh, okay. Good. It looked like a massacre happened, though. Really? There was blood it like everywhere. Jason. It looked like Jason was all up in the car. Seriously. But I couldn't see. And you think, well, I mean, it's one of those things that for the moment, he knew he was going to tell me later what the truth was. Anyway, so we were in the ambulance. And then I'm like, babe, call my mom. And you call <laughs> my mom. And she hangs up on you or doesn't believe yeah, so us. Yeah, so suegra, um, Rosia tuvo la niña. And uh, she says, ah, están locos. And she hung up. <laughs> so, so I'm like, I got to call her back. And I'm like, mom, mom, this is true. Mommy, nació la niña en el carro. Ay, Rosy, ¿por qué me haces yeah. esto? I'm like, I didn't mean to do it not to you, not to the baby, not to anybody. Wow. And um, so, yeah, Sammy was born in a car. Yeah. And Abel thinks he's a doctor. Well, I am. Uh, it, I, I literally says my name as a doctor on her birth certificate. Your Doogie Hauser. Yep. Mm-hmm. So it literally it. says my name on her birth certificates. So and if you guys are ever in trouble and I'm around and you're pregnant, just know that you're safe, you know? So I'm actually waiting for the you're day. Safe. Shut up. I'm actually you're waiting for the safe. day that we're on a plane and a, no. lady, and a lady just starts having the baby. I'm like, babe, I'm just don't wait up for that. Like, Do you, no. I got this. Somebody oh give me the God. antibacterial. Shush. No, antibacterial. No, no, no. You better wear shoelaces. <laughs> No, um, so. so it was it was really really beautiful. Um, I had my placenta. We encapsulated it. Yeah. It really helped me with the. I didn't have baby blues. Yeah, I didn't. Um, with Casey, I did. Um, I hadn't done the placenta, and then with Sammy and Eli, um, when I was scared to have baby blues because I'm the grieving my sister's death, I didn't. I didn't have any baby blues, and I felt really good. I didn't have any anemia. Yeah. Um, it just the it really really helped me. But Sammy, now she'll tell you. She's like, normal people are born at the hospital. I was born in a car. Like she <laughs> loves it. She saw the video like 15 times. Remember, yeah. we just showed her. Maybe we'll show you guys a clip. Yeah. Maybe a little bit on our social media, maybe on Facebook or somewhere. We'll show you guys a little bit. Because I know you guys are thinking like, yeah, right, dude. Yeah. I mean, I, I know it, dude. If it wasn't us, I wouldn't believe it either. So but, the moral of the story is, or, or what we were trying to get at, is that there's moments in life where it's just you and your yes. significant other. Yeah, that's And you guys have to just muster up everything together, and you guys have to bond and really, even really if you're become mad, one. Yeah. Even if you haven't had the best few months, because it wasn't the best no. for us in the pregnancy. It was really bad. We were fighting a lot. Um, I was grieving. I was not myself. And uh, But when that moment came I, that I needed you. Yeah. That I thought you weren't going to be able to pull through, you came through. Yeah. And I was really able to appreciate you. Yeah, Really, really, really to thank God that I had a calm husband, that I had a patient husband, that I had a husband that would like take initiative and do what he had to do and was fearless in that moment. You did not. I was the one screaming and scared and crying and you were just calm. I don't know how you kept your cool. And then you did everything you had to do, and it could have it could have gone really really badly had I been alone, or yeah, had definitely. you freaked out, or you know and and no thank God we had a gorgeous moment. Um, and ladies, you know sometimes you could be mad at your husband, or going through whatever it's it's a bad season, it's a hard season. Um, l- allow him to be there because sometimes we push them away because we're mad. And then you miss on those moments that can right. restore, that so can true. strengthen you two again. Yeah, because bring you closer together. The fact that it happened like this, I mean, no matter how mad I am at you, I was like, it wasn't going to be like mad enough to where you weren't going to be at the labor. I just didn't expect to depend on you yeah. so 
much mm. our lives were in your hands and you pulled through. And I felt like that in general. Wow. Like I have always said, I'm an independent woman and I've been single for 30 years before you and after you and all this dumb stuff that we say sometimes. And I'm not saying to depend on your man, but you can also thank him that he can compliment you and be there when you need it. Um, not even soldiers go out alone. Soldiers are in pairs. The disciples were in pairs and God gave you this partner and you're so set on being the strong woman that you don't even allow your husband to be there for you yeah. um, because you're mad or whatever the situation may be. And I just thank God that in this moment he allowed us to be alone and that Sammy was born this way because I could really, really, truly appreciate who my husband was for me. Sometimes you just got to lay aside your pride in order to save uh, a great moment. Yeah. You know, because yeah. sometimes you look back. I know I, there's a few moments where I've looked back and I'm like, dude, we're mad at each other. And we lost that moment. Yeah, seriously. And and this moment that we shared with Sammy's birth is probably one of the greatest moments of yeah, my life. Yeah, me, me too. Without a doubt, you know, just because I was able to be there for both my little girl and my wife. Yeah. I was able to, to be there with them and for them. And if I wasn't there or if I decided to stay at that at that diner upset, I, I wouldn't be able to forgive myself. I'm like, dude, I, I would have left her yeah, alone. I'm really glad you rushed home. And so sometimes you just got to lay aside your pride just to be there for your significant other, regardless of what's going on, you know, whether good, bad, sad, mad, happy, it doesn't matter. You have to be there for them at at all times. And we really have to look at the bigger picture sometimes just because we are so focused in on the fact of now, like, dude, we're not going to get a divorce just because we're exactly. arguing. Exactly. We're going to be together the rest of our lives. Why so lose this if opportunity? If a birthday comes, if a graduation comes, yeah. I mean, how many events have you missed in your child's because life or in your spouse's life because of pride when you're going to be happy two, three weeks later or right. hopefully the next day? Yeah. Or you know what? Fix it before. Like, let, I mean, but don't say, I'm not going to the birthday party because you're there. And I mean, I'm, I've I've told Abel, dude, we're going to be married forever. Just show up to the birthday party. Let's call a truce. And yeah. we do. We call a truce for the next 30 minutes, hour, two hours. We have a great time. And then it's like, oh, I'm still mad at you. And then sometimes we're not. Yeah. And the anger passes. But we've decided not to let moments pass anymore. Right. Um, just because we're mad at each other, because the anger's going to cease. It's mm-hmm. going to cease. And then you're going to be like, oh, I missed out regret. on that moment. Yep. And please, women, don't push your man away. Don't let your anger push him away. Just bite your tongue. You never know. And please, not only not keep him away, appreciate even that, especially that he's there. And especially when it has to do with your kids, it's not just you now. Don't push him away from your children's life just because you're mad at him. Get me? Um, so thank God Sammy was born in a crazy way. The way we described it, that's who she is now. Yeah. Whether it's math or she wants something now, <laughs> I mean, it's going to happen now. Like with Sam, I have no fear for her in her being a go-getter and her living her dream. She is going to get it because she's going to get it. She just wants it now. So with her, it's just like, all right, let's slow down the process. Let's live it day by day. Um, with Sam, that's that's you know my concern because that's how she is. We had a healthy baby, thank God. Yes. Everything worked out very, very well. God is good to us. The birth came out, obviously, uh, amazingly. There was no issues whatsoever as far as her being caught up or her arm being stuck or whatever. Yes. Just God was really, really moving. His hand was really moving in that point. And uh, just to finish it off, I'm going to tell you guys a story about how I was able to get the car detailed. Uh, oh. <laughs> about a, a week goes by and all this blood no, is No, not a week. Two days. We had two to days. do it quickly. 
And then we, really? Yeah, because it was hot. Remember, it was in the summer and it was going to smell. Wow. We you were at, called that day. We were at the hospital day. that fast? I swore we were there for we, a couple of days. No, because it was the ER. They, they, we left a day later. It had to be wow. less than 24 hours in order to, to, to still be an ER moment. So we, we, we left. We go to my suegra's house because that's where we were going to spend her maternity time or whatever you want to call it, where her time of recovery. We're at my suegra's house and I give a whole bunch of places a call. And I keep the, all I could do is just say, hey, guys, um, how much do you guys charge to detail a car? And they're like, oh, 100, 120, 125. It's a Prius or whatnot. And I'm like, you guys charge that no matter what? <laughs> and because I, I needed to be that no matter what. I didn't want somebody to call me, oh, it's blood? Oh, $500, you know? So no matter what. And they're like, yeah, yeah, no matter what. And so I finally got this one place that finally said, yeah, we charge 120, 120 flat. And that's it. It doesn't matter. And I'm like, all right, cool. No matter what, right? Like, no matter what's wrong with the car, what stains, you're going to do it, right? You're going to try your best. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And the, and uh, and uh, so I, he hangs up and we schedule it. For no, like an, you told him what it was, right? Did I? Yes. You yeah, told no, him. I did. I did. So, so like, even if there's blood and stuff like that, you're going to you're gonna take it out, right? And he's like, yeah, yeah, for sure. So we hang up. You'll be, we'll be there tomorrow at 10. Yeah. So I'm waiting for him tomorrow at 10. It's 11. 1 p.m. 1 p.m. comes around. I'm, I'm like, like, babe, that car's going to smell, dude. What's it's going hot. on? So I give the guy a call and I'm like, hey, dude, what happened, bro? I'm, I'm waiting for you to come. And he's like, me and my son were talking. Why do you got blood in your car? <laughs> like, who did you so, kill? So, yeah. So I had to explain him the whole story. <laughs> And then they were there in about two hours yeah, later. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, all right. Out. That makes sense. And then he came. Yeah, so all the blood was out of the car. And uh, to this day, we still so, have that Prius. Man, shout outs to Toyota. Shout outs to ER, like the 911. Shout outs to guys that detail bloody cars. I mean, shout outs to, to ER and, and first response. And for sure, um, thank you to my husband. You are the doctor yep. of my second labor. Thank you guys so much. This has been The Power of Us, and we hope you guys have a blessed week. We'll see you guys next Wednesday. Love you guys. Bye-bye. Hola, my name is Enrique Santos, presentador de Tu Mañana y On The Move. Quiero invitarte a escuchar mi nuevo podcast, Hola, My Name Is, donde hablo con artistas, líderes de nuestra comunidad y personas como tú. Mi meta es que juntos conozcamos más sobre los triunfos y las derrotas de mis invitados y que a través de sus historias nos empoderen y nos motiven a superarnos. Lanzamos el show con Jay Balvin. He's awesome. Un artista colombiano que ha revolucionado la música latina y que sigue superando récords mundiales. Él nos cuenta abiertamente sobre sus inicios, el secreto de su éxito y los aprendizajes que lo ayudan a preservar su autenticidad. A partir de este martes, 7 de abril, podrás acompañarme todas las semanas a conocer más a fondo a un invitado especial. Puedes encontrar mi podcast en la aplicación digital de iHeartRadio, la descargas gratis o en donde prefieras escuchar tus podcasts. Hola, my name is The Podcast a partir de este 7 de abril.